Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. Today is kind of a special episode because we have two badass ladies on the show with us. So first we have Lisa Cox, who is the CEO of Live Clean Lisa and is well-known throughout the home-based direct sales and social retail industry for her experience, knowledge, and passion for improving the lives of others. She's a multi-million dollar earner and an advocate for health, fitness, laughter, and clean living. She specializes in helping others have a healthier life, age gracefully, build online businesses, and grow themselves to the person they want to be most. And we also have Erin. Erin Lopez is a wife and mother and the entrepreneur behind A Lopez Lifestyle. She used her 25 years of experience in the fashion industry to build a business to help others find success. She quickly built a multi-million dollar business while raising her children, inspiring her family and other families to find time and financial freedom from the to find time and create financial freedom from the comfort of their own homes. And they both also co-authored the best-selling book, Social Impact, 31 Social Media Strategies Guaranteed to Explode Your Network Marketing Business. And they recently published another bestseller, I Decide, The Happy Little Guide to Living Your Best Life. Ladies, welcome to the podcast. Thank Thank you. What an intro. My goodness. (laughs) I know. I need to take a drink of water after that. (laughs) I need to be here with you. (laughs) Excited. Before we jump into this topic that I'm super excited about, let's just have you both give us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. So let's start with you, Erin. Give us a little bit more about yourself. So like you said, I mean, I'm a mom first and foremost, a wife and an entrepreneur. So my journey started in the fashion industry and I kind of, I worked my way up in the nine to five fashion world. And then, as I jokingly say, I married and hung my heels up and started, you know, raising a family. But I always had that itch of like wanting to do something, wanted to wanting to provide, like wanting to have an impact in the world. And so I dabbled here and there that I like I think a lot of moms do on like home-based businesses or having my own Etsy. I mean, like the list is probably endless. <laughs> um and then I I found this person who happens to be on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, we crossed paths years before, like 10 plus years before we actually, you know, joined together again. And I just found my way of wanting to be like the mom at carpool and the mom that wanted to be present for my children. But I also wanted to have this like successful, thriving business that impacted others. So here I am, you know, my children are now 13 and 15, which is a whole nother podcast in itself. (laughs) And um, we've created this business. I've created this business with my family. It's a home-based business, you know, helping others be the best version of themselves, both inside and outside. 
And we live in such a social e-commerce world that we happen to be in the right spot at the right time. Um, but it just continues to keep exploding and exploding. So, you know, a couple, not probably a year ago, Lisa and I were laying by the pool and we said, you know what, we have servant hearts that we want to do something for this world. And so that's where this, I decide creation passion project was born and it just released and here we are. And I'm still a mom, I'm still a wife and just, you know, have this amazing business that I love turning around and showing others how to have the same while now we're on this, this movement to helping others make decisions in their lives work, but also just health and, you know, life in general, just to be the very best. So, and I live in Houston, like I said, with my girls and I've got, you know, two golden golden doodles. We're like a house full of girls, my poor husband. So. <laughs> so that's me in a nutshell. I love that. And I love the, it feels like the holistic approach that both of you bring, because like as entrepreneurs, like our personal life is not separate from business in a lot of ways. Like what we're experiencing in our health and our families and our relationships is having an impact on our business. And so taking all of that into account is so important. Yeah. It's been organic. And that has been that to me, like that brings wealth in all areas. Like when something happens organically, like Mm -hmm. organically and happiness and health and wealth success, all of it has been like, you know, a journey to say the least. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Lisa, you're up. Give us a little. Okay. (laughs) Well, first of all, I'm in, um, Missouri. So if you hear lawnmowers, I apologize. I I just heard one go by and I thought this is Missouri in the summertime. It's green grass and all that kind of stuff. But um, so I I actually started um, as an entrepreneur very young. And I almost want to say I fell into it. Really growing up, I went to school for business and communications. And I really thought, oh, I'm going to be a big corporate woman and wear the sharp suits and carry a briefcase. And that was really originally what I, who I thought I would be. And then, um, I had a daughter and then I had a second daughter and then it wasn't so glamorous to have to leave your kids at home with a, with a nanny who was able to do all the things with them all day that you want to do. And so I too, like Aaron started seeking ways to make money to, to add to our family's income, which was necessary. I needed to have, we needed my second income. So I couldn't just hope and and wish that something would work. I had to make something work. And so I I also sort of fell into the direct selling. And no matter what people think about that world, I'm telling you right now, it was good to me and it was good to our family. And I found a passion for uh, very quickly and very young for turning around and helping other moms like me or other women and even some men um, in that world um, make an incredible income from their homes. And so that that just became my world. And I never planned for that, but I'm so grateful for it. And so now uh, 27 years later that I've been in the industry, I, I worked very hard um, for a long time just to help cultivate and build massive teams with impact. And so we did that. We we have a massive, massive team and I'm really grateful and it's been an incredible thing. But I also want to just make an impact in the community and with other people. And so when Aaron and I, who became friends many years ago, we started talking about how can we make an impact and share the things that we've learned? So that's what we've been working on in our book. I decide it's um, one thing that, that I feel like when people say, who are you? You know, this book is who we are. You know, this book is about 
um, telling people stories on how they took their life that they thought they would have and, um, you know, or that they thought they were stuck with or that they were like programmed in their head that this is going to be who I am, even though it's not who I want to be and turned it around and made it better, made it what they truly wanted to, how they truly wanted to live their life. And so that's who I am. I'm an empty nester now. My daughters are grown and, and married and successful on their own. And um, so I'm still just working in that space of um, trying to make an impact with other women and other families and helping them make these decisions. And so it's very exciting. I love it. I jump out of bed in the morning. I'm 55 years old and I I um, work very hard every day to stay healthy and fit and eat right. And I also teach and train that along the way because I do think, like you said, we have to show up as our best self. Mm-hmm. And if you want to do something in your life, you've got to show up really healthy and happy and a good mindset and have the energy to do it or you you won't get done what you want to get done. And so that um, that's that's who I am at 55 and happily married for 34 years with incredible support, which I'm very grateful for. So that's my background. I love it so much. And I love the energy that you're both bringing. It feels really exciting. And um, I want to just start with, because I was going to share something, but I actually want to just start with, um, Erin, tell us what the I decide mindset means. Like, what does that mean to you? Oh, gosh. Well, I think that the I decide mindset is really a decision, you know, and I think that we get to a point in our lives and we're here to help them get to that point or read stories to help them get to that point where whether it be your health, your finances, your relationships, your your work life, whatever it may be, it may not be like Lisa had mentioned where maybe we want it to be, you know, or we think that because I was raised, you know, in this financial situation or because I was brought up, you know, in this health situation that that is my destiny. That's where I'm going to go. And I think that the I decide moment and the I decide mindset is having the courage and the braveness and the, the mindset to say, wait, it's up to me. I get to choose. I get to say, no, I want to be the first person in my family to change the trajectory, um, you know, when it comes to finances. I want to be the person in my own family to say, I will make healthy choices and I will take the next steps to lead a healthy lifestyle. Um, I will be the person that says, you know, I do deserve that job and I'm going to get it. So, you know, or relationships. I mean, I think that the beauty of the I decide is it it encompasses everybody, you know, of where they are and whatever their mindset is. If, you know, I mean, mine could be different than yours and Lisa's, you know. So for me, and I know for Lisa, the, the I decide was the choice and the decision to say right now, I choose differently. And right now with the courage and the faith and the support and the community that hopefully, you know, this book and these, these stories are giving people, it's going to be the catalyst to say things are going to be different. And, and, you know, we both have had situations in our life, you know, that have led to that. These stories are (laughs) incredible, you know, both happy, sad, everything in between. And so I think it's, I think it's a mindset. It's a mindset of making that decision to say the next steps are up to me and here's how I'm going to take them. 
Don't you think, Lisa? I'm sure, I'm sure you have something to add to that. Oh, I totally agree. I, I feel like, I feel like it's the, I decide mindset is when people realize that they just need to get out of their own way mm-hmm. and they're the, they're the only thing, the only person that's stopping them is themselves. And people just don't see that. And until you start asking these deep questions, and then when you, when you hear about a story of success or a major story of change and you ask them, well, what was that moment? You know, almost all these stories go back to this core moment where they were either at their low point or whatever, where they're, they realize like their head finally was like, Oh my gosh, like I can change this. Only I can change this. And so, so exactly what Aaron said. And it's just like this moment of awareness where you're just go, it's up to me. Like I'm the only one that can save myself. No one else is coming, you know, and that is the beauty of, I think these stories is that we get to highlight and put the spotlight on the different types of stories. Some of them are about finances. You know, people can, they can bury themselves in their finances and they're not even aware that it's their own dang fault. How many Starbucks are you buying a week? You know, we could go crazy on stuff like that, but it's also their health and, um, you know, their, their friendship, their circle of influence, who are they hanging around with and things like that. So yes, the mindset is definitely that moment of, oh my gosh, it's me. And how can I change this? And where do I go to do that? And where are the tools? And so that's what we kind of conquered in the book. Yeah, I love that. And I I love that it's the reminder, like what keeps coming to mind for me is like that the ball is in your court. Like you always, it's always in your hands. It's always within your reach to do something differently. Even if I think so often we don't do those things because we feel like they're so big or they're so far or like, how can I build a multi-million dollar business? I don't know anything about business, but it's like, it's not about figuring that out. It's just about saying like, I decide I'm going to do that and I will figure it out as I go. And every small step gets me closer to that versus like feeling this huge instrument, feeling like it's this huge insurmountable task, which it often does feel like when we're doing something new and different that people around us maybe don't understand or aren't supportive of, which I feel like is a big part of the challenge for a lot of people. Yeah. And I don't think really, I mean, you know, I think about, you know, we're, we both, you know, have raised our children, you know, I mean, this isn't anything new in the sense of like, you know, deciding to change and, you know, it can be the multi-million dollar business, but it can be like going outside and taking a walk, you know, to like better your health for that day. So, you know, and I think what, what was key in all of this, and Lisa mentioned it too, was like, but who's going to support me and who can I help me help find, to, to show me how to have a multi-million dollar business or who, who can hold me accountable to go take that walk outside. So, you know, I think about this, that like, this is what, we, how we raise our kids. We're like, no, you can do it, do it. But as adults, we kind of, you know, we make decisions and we kind of ready again to make those decisions. Yeah, totally. And so I feel like we've mentioned, we've sort of brought up this idea of, having support and maybe not having that support being something that's holding us back, maybe not knowing how to get there. But what else in your experience with, I'm sure the many, many women that you have worked with both of you and your on your path, what are some of the things that you also see are keeping people from saying like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to go pursue whatever it is that I want to pursue? You know, I feel like um, most, mostly, 
besides, I mean, of course they need a mentor and they need that, but before they could even get there, um, sadly, a lot of people weren't given the belief within themselves early on. And, you know, some of us had parents, I don't, I don't know. I look back and I'm like shocked. I, I'm just so grateful. My dad is long past, but you know, he was the type of dad that he would tell, I have two other sisters and he would tell us three girls, Every day, you can do anything you want to do. Like we really believed it at a young age. But what I learned, what I've learned, and I'm, I know Aaron has as well working with as many women because our businesses are primarily women based. Um, you know, we see every single day, they don't have the belief within them at all. And I don't even mean like they don't, you know, you don't even need a ton of belief to get to where you want to go. You've just got to have a little bit and they don't even have that. Like to look in the mirror and they're thinking of themselves. They they just look in the mirror and they they look at themselves and they're just like, I am not worthy, or there's no way I could do what they do. I can't I can't even tell you how many times people have said, I could never do what you do, Lisa. I'm like, oh yes, you can. Anybody can do what I do. Anybody can. It's all about consistency and activity. It's all stuff. It's not brain surgery. And but they look in the, themselves and they don't believe it. And so that to me is just something we have to always constantly break through with people. And some of the ways that we encourage them to do that in our book um, and in our daily activities in life is to fill up on good stuff like your podcast, you know, fill up on good books, consistently always have something in front of them. If you know, not the news. Okay. That'll, that'll kill you. That'll, that'll take anyone's belief away, but they have to be constantly filling themselves up with words that make them believe in themselves. And it's got to be a daily practice. You know, if you can't read, uh, you know, 10 pages of a book a day, then read one, whatever you can do. I mean, even a mama with lots of kids and who's very busy or with a full-time job could listen to a podcast for 15, 20, 30 minutes and fill up with some good information. And so we always, always push that because um, we just see that their belief is not there. And I, I mean, that's the saddest part. That makes me want to cry when I meet just these most wonderful people on a daily basis and they have absolutely zero. They just, they just think they're not worthy. They're not, they could never do what other people do. And I'm like, why, you know, who told you that, who put that programming in your brain? And so that's, that's one of the things that we have to work on immediately with people to get them past that point, because without that belief, they're not going anywhere. They also need vision. You know, where do they want to go? How, what do they actually want out of life? And again, people just don't, they don't let themselves dream anymore. Mm-hmm. They're, they're trying to pay the bills from day to day and they can't think in the future, what would be, what would I truly want? And if you don't have that vision of what you honestly want, so even if it's something you have, like you said, you may not have any idea how they're going to get there yet, but they know what it is and it's on their vision board and they're going to believe that they're going to get there and that's going to help them actually get there. So those are a couple of things that come to mind for me. And there are two things I want to call out that you said that feel really, really important to reiterate. One, you don't need a lot of belief. You don't need to like, I'm incredible and I'm going to crush this. Like just the tiniest amount of belief is enough to just get you taking those first few steps to seek out a mentor or seek out some of that positive support, those positive affirmations from people around you, podcasts. And then the other piece that you said that I think is so important too is the vision piece. And I think so often we don't have that vision because we the belief piece kind of overrides it, right? Because it's like, oh, I could I could never have that. Like, I want that, but I could never have it. So I'm not going to hold on to it. But without that vision, it's like you're 
you don't have a map, right? How do you know, if you don't know where you're going, how are you ever going to get there? You just stay in one place. Um, so I want to just point out those two things because I they feel like really powerful reminders for everyone listening. And I think I'll jump in real quickly. I think with the vision, like, I mean, it's so powerful. And I think as entrepreneurs and as successful entrepreneurs, that people only see where we are now. They didn't see the journey, like of where we came from and where we're still going, you know? And I think it's that vision that Lisa and I have that's so steadfast and strong that, you know, even when we fall, we know we're going to get back up because we know where we're going, you know, and, and there are twists and turns and all of that, that everyone experiences in life. But we truly believe that having that vision of the long-term vision, I mean, we joke, we joke that, I mean, we can see so clearly too, that we can see ourselves, you know, years from now and what that looks like. And so that's what keeps us going. And like I said, I think that a lot of people, they don't see the journey. They only see where people are right now. And I think that that's super important for us to want to share with people is, you know, especially with social media and you see where people are. I mean, it's an uphill journey and it's always an uphill journey. There's never a point where you're like, I made it. I did it. You know, tomorrow could be, you know, a setback. So uh, we love that and we love working with our teams and our businesses that it's that clear, crystal clear vision that like you get goosebumps because like I can feel it, I can taste it. And that's what gets you through like the 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 roller coasters of the ups and downs in life. No, vision is so important. I'm wondering if um maybe uh Lisa, can you share with us like What's one way that listeners can start to get clear on that vision if they're feeling really stuck? Well, there's a, I have like a little fun um, activity that they can walk themselves through and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of walk you through it in a nutshell, but, but take your time on it. Okay. Um, this is something that I love to do with people because if, if you can just sit somewhere quiet, okay, by yourself and somewhere where you're comfortable um, you can be sitting or you can be lying down, but don't fall asleep. <laughs> uh, and what I want you to do is I want you to just close your eyes and in your brain, just visualize yourself exactly where you want to be in five years. And then I want you to open your eyes and I want, I want you to write down what you see now to every little detail. Do you see an ocean in front of you? Do you, are you in a, a beautiful white bungalow by the sea? Are you with your family? What does it smell like? Can you smell flowers? Can you smell the ocean? I mean, like do this visual that's so clear. You might be at Disneyland with your kids. That might be your dream in five years is to be able to pay to take your family to Disneyland. And that is a beautiful dream. But write down every detail. And I want you to think about the smells in the air. What are you wearing? Are you in comfortable shoes? Are you wearing high fancy heels like Miss Erin? I mean, you know, what, what is it that you see and feel and write that all the way out and details to the galore. Okay. Then I want you to go backwards. Now, where do you see yourself in four years before you got there? What is that year like? And do the same thing, crazy detail. And then in three years and then in two years and then in one year and you know, and, and just write out and just, just put it in a book. And I want you to hold on to that. And I want you to read it 
And I tell people, read it all the time. I have little notes all over my desk of things where I'm going to be in five years or things I'm going to do. And I also, when we achieve them, I cross them off the list, you know, but I love the visual. And in when I did this recently, so I'm 55 and we have a two beautiful daughters. Our oldest has been married for seven years. I don't have any grandbabies yet. So for me, one of the things that I visualize outside of my work life is being a grandma. And when I opened my eyes after thinking about what I want and where I want to be, I just saw my daughter literally come around the corner and she was holding the hand of a little strawberry blonde. Her husband's got red hair, strawberry Mm -hmm. girl. And I just knew I'm going to be grandma. Like I just had this in my head. And whether that happens or not for me or for them, it it doesn't matter. It's just you're putting in your brain exactly where you want to go. And, and you're letting yourself dream and think for the future and decide what, it, what it's going to be. And you're putting it on paper and then you're going to look at it and you're going to read it and you're going to believe that you're going to get there. And, um, it's fun when you let your brain go there. And most people, number one, don't take time in their day for themselves at all. They don't take time to dream. They don't take time to think. What will it be like in five years? Okay, now let's go backwards. What would it be like in one year? What do I see that where I want to be in one year? And that just might be that they're working a better job. They have a different boss. They have something, and that's going to help them get to the five-year goal and plan and vision. So take the time to write stuff down and really let your mind and your heart go with what you truly truly want. It's very healthy for you and it's good to have it on paper. And it's also fun to share that moment with a spouse. You both can do it differently. You might have different visions um, or a partner, you know, or just with a, a daughter or a friend, you know, it's kind of fun to dream, build and dream board together as well. Yeah. I, I love that. And something I, I had a realization a couple of years ago that like this idea of visualizing your future feels, it can feel kind of like, oh, I have to I have to have this vision. It almost feels like a little rigid. It can feel sometimes, right? And when I started thinking about it as like just playing with your imagination, like you would if you were a little kid, all of a sudden it just like opened things up for me. And so like I'll lay in bed, like I'll be going to bed and I'll just play out a scene. Like I'll just play out something that I want to happen. And I just let my imagination just run with it, whatever I want it to be. Like before I had um an unmedicated home birth with my son And so the months leading up to that, I would just every night I would just have in my mind, I would just imagine what I want that to look like, exactly how I want it to happen. And we know birth rarely happens the way you want it to. Mine was beautiful and wonderful and I'm grateful for it. But just the point is, is that like, it's just like pick, you know, I'm laying in bed. I'm not doing anything. It's a fun time to just let your imagination run for a little bit. And so it can be really um, informal and fun And I love the exercise you recommend because I feel like it's good to like start with something formal like that and have like that clarity and then let yourself play with the details. Like, like, do I want to own a boat? Do I want to be living here? Like, what are all these little pieces that I get to fill in as I let my imagination just play with what's possible? Erin, do you have any more that you want to add toward creating that vision? Uh I just, I think what it goes back to is that, you know, we always talk about kids, right? I mean, like kids are able to do this, you know, all day, every day. And I think we lose that, you know, as we get, you know, the responsibilities of life and finances and homes and jobs and, you know, all of these things that, you know, I, I just think it's the ability 
and sometimes it's like a learned, like learning how to dream, you know, learning how to stop our mind from trying to put everything in its box, you know, and take that moment. Like you said, like when you're laying in bed, like, okay, what, what could that look like? Because I think we're just, we're so inundated with, you know, like we said, the news and social media. And, you know, if you were to ask a kid, you know, they would tell you that they are going to be, you know, anything, you know, and I think that just it's, it's part of life, but I think it's the opposite of what we're just trying to help people do is get back to that part of dreaming and then hope, you know, giving you the tools and the tips and the strategies to, you know, get some of that back for yourself. So I think it's just fun to hear all of us talk about, you know, it's that mustard seed of faith that can be so small that, you know, we can continue to water and grow and watch it watch it just grow, like Lisa said, over the next five years. But what does it look like? So I just love it. it brings me back to as I'm like staring at all of the DVDs that nobody watches anymore. Um, <laughs> but those DVDs of, you know, that all of those m- movies that, you know, it gave our children the ability to dream, you know, and I think that when it comes to visualization and, and dreaming, that's that to me is where we're hoping people take that time to relearn how to to visualize and dream what's possible. Yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe we can share one more. um, So we said like creating some of that belief and really like surrounding yourself with stories and experiences and support. Um, So I guess those are kind of two things. And then we said getting clear on that vision. Would there be, we shared like one more thing with um, listeners that are wanting to be in this I decide mindset, wanting to take action on something Either one of you, whoever feels called, um, what would be one more thing you would want to make sure we we mention as something for them to do or think about? I, I could mention something. Um, one thing that I that we talk about in the book is tracking your progress. Mm. A lot of people have this desire to change something, to to move mountains, to do you know whatever they're uh, they're attacking at the moment that they want to do differently. Um, but then they don't want to track it. I, I used to be guilty. I used to, when I was young, I was so competitive. I didn't even know I was competitive because, because I would just say, I don't want to keep score. Well, my sisters are like, we're keeping score. And I'm like, I don't want to keep score because I don't want to see if I'm losing. And they're like, Lisa, you won't know where you are if you don't keep score. Well, in life, it's the same way. So one thing that we talk about, we have a I Decide journal as well to help them do this. Um, but, but you know, it's something that they need to track, whether it's good or bad, because every time they track, even if it's an up, down or a bad day, they're going to be able to see their their ultimate progress and where they're going. And if it isn't a, a good day and they still track it, let's say their decision is to get healthier or to eat healthier. And if they're tracking it and they can see they had a bad day, it's going to make them more aware that the next day needs to be a good day. And that, but they also don't need to, you know, beat themselves up over the bad day. Just look at the days and just take them as they come, but keeping track of where they are. And so that's a, that's a huge deal when people are trying to make a change in their life is just to be on top of it with their tracking and, and, and continue that, you know, even. Um, like when they're done and they hit their goal, it's like, okay, now let's put that new goal out there and let's, let's keep tracking and watching how we're doing, getting to the new place. I think it's so powerful. I love that you mentioned that because so often we actually are making progress in our life and we are moving forward, but we don't see it. We don't recognize it. And so we feel like we're not doing enough. We're not moving fast enough. But if you were to like 
Like, this is why I try to be so good about reflecting at the end of each month, because it's so easy to forget even a month ago what was going on and how much progress you've made. And so I love this idea of keeping track of that and consistently checking back and to not only hold you accountable to it, but to remind you, like, you're kicking ass. You're doing amazing. Like, it's worth it. Keep going. You're doing great. Yeah, we love that. And like like Lisa said, I mean, that's why we put together this journal to complement the book because it's one thing to read these stories and this, you know, again, we're 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 it's the nitty-gritty too that we wanted to give people not only these amazing stories, but also how to do it, you know, and how to take those steps, but we really thought giving people this journal was, you know, a reflection. And it's like when you see that you haven't seen somebody in forever, you know, they're like, oh my gosh, you look amazing, You're, you know, or whatever it is. And you think to yourself, really? Because <laughs> I see myself every day, you know, or something mm-hmm. like that. So, I mean, I feel like it's, it's, it's all of those little things in life. And one of our mentors, you know, taught us to plan, do, review, you know, and we can plan all we want and we can do it. But I think the missing element is usually the review part to sit down and, like you said, reflect at the end of the month or the week or the day even and say, you know what, that worked, that didn't work. So, like, we pivot, you know, or we keep going. So, Mm -hmm. I think that's something that we love is just the practicality of helping people, you know, get it, get to where they need to go. Right. So much of this stuff in this space feels very ethereal, feels very high level. And it's like, if we want to make it happen, we have to get tactical so we can take action and move forward. And so we need more of that. I think vast majority of the population needs more of that. Here's how to actually start doing this and take these steps and make progress. Um. All right. Well, this has been, to, I feel like we could talk probably for another <laughs> I three totally hours on this between the three of us. Um. But let's, let's wrap things up and we'll start with you, Lisa. If there was one thing listeners walk away with nothing but this, what would you want to make sure that is? That you listen, you listen to your heart. You listen to what you really want because we know you can get there. It's just people just don't stop and pause in today's world and listen to themselves. And I think we all need a little bit more of that. And so if they, if today they just start thinking about what might be my, I decide moment, um, what, what could that be if I actually had control over it, which you do, um, what, what is it? And just listen to their heart, listen to what it tells them and, um, not, not all the noise that's around you. Just listen to yourself and, um, and make that decision and, and take it, take it for, you know, forward, because we know that you can do that. And I believe in you and Aaron believes in you. And we, we know that you can do it and we'll help you if we can. And this book will help you for sure. And we can track it in the journal, but I just want you to think about what do you truly want and, um, and listen to that voice. Yeah. Even like something as simple as like, what do I truly want to do this afternoon or what do I truly want to spend my time doing this weekend? Like, it doesn't even have to be a big life decision. Just like practice listening to what it is you actually want and then choosing that thing. Because that yeah. it can be so hard for some of us. It's really hard. I mean, I have people on my team when I say, what are you trying to work for? And they'll say, it's stupid. I'm like, none of it's stupid. And they'll say, I just have never bought myself a nice purse. And I'm like, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with even wanting 
something material. It's, it's what you desire and want in your heart. And let's work towards that. And, you know, once you get there, you'll want something different. Maybe you'll want to give more at your church or whatever it is, but it's all important. It's all important. So listen to what your heart is telling you and follow that. Yeah. I love that example. And I love that. Erin, what is your, what is your last gem for us? So I think I'm going to share my mantra that I, that I use every day with everybody. That's, you know, you are worthy, you are capable and you are deserving. You know, I think that it's, we talked about post-it notes, like that stares at me every day because every day is different. And, you know, it's that daily reminder of knowing that you are worthy of whatever that is that you think you you need in your life. You know, you are deserving and you are capable. And I think that that is to me, you know, the underlying factor of like, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know. No, like you are capable of doing this and you are worthy and you are deserving. And guess what? We want you to have some fun along the way. So, I mean, (laughs) we're both very, you know, we love, we love, this is our mission. Like this is who we are. We are the I decide movement, but we're also very fun and we're also very goofy and silly and dorks, you know, when it comes to it. So, you know, it's the, it's the wanting people to know that, the worthy, deserving, and capable every day is something that is a daily choice that we are here to support you and love you and help you make that decision um, together and see what happens because, you know, the possibilities are endless for sure. So get out your post-it note like Mm -hmm. mine and says, you know, it's been here for, I don't even know how many years of I am worthy, I am capable, I am deserving. And that to me is gold gold in my book. So hopefully that helps. Yeah, it does. And the repetition is so powerful. You know, people like you don't have to believe it the first time you say it, but say it and see it a hundred times. And you might be surprised at how all of a sudden you're making different choices and you're bringing a different energy to your world. And um, it's, it's powerful. And it's so important to remind ourselves of that every single day, especially when no one else is reminding us of it. You know, we get to be our greatest advocate. We're grateful for, you know, podcasts like yours that not only give us the opportunity to come and breathe into others, but, you know, you're doing just that. So we're, we're beyond grateful just to be able to, to chit chat with you, which, yeah, I guess we could, I could probably do, we could probably do all day together, but yeah. just that there are, there are, there are tools out there just like this, that gosh, if only everyone had it, it'd be a game changer for sure. Yeah, totally. And we let, we're lucky to live in a world that doesn't matter how much money you have or where you are. You do have access to something like this. There's so many free resources online. All these podcasts are all free that we can just, we just have something to tune into them or just internet access to get to it, which I understand is not available for everybody, but you know, for a vast majority of people. And that's a wonderful thing. Um, Okay. What are, I ask every guest this. Uh, let's start with you, Lisa. What are you getting intentional about right now? I'm getting very intentional about our I Decide movement that we are starting our own podcast. In fact, Jessica, thank you for letting us pick your brain a little bit before today's podcast. Sure. Um, but we're, um, we're, we want to spread the word and we want to share. And when I say we want to spread the word, we want to spread your word, the, pe- the people's words, their stories, their experiences of when they made that decision and made it stick and how they did it and share because from these stories, uh, 
people will learn and they will see themselves in in one or many of these stories. And so beca- we become very, I become very, that's my thing that comes to my brain right now since I'm empty nester and yeah. um, really focusing on finding the stories to share out there to the world that could help and make an impact for other people in their lives. So that's where that's where a lot of my intentions are going these days. Sounds fantastic. Erin, what about same, you? You know, same in the sense that this is, you know, the the I Decide book is new, you know, to the market. And so we are so focused on this movement that we're beyond excited and thrilled to, you know, move forward in the world. And it's just, we've just started scratching the surface of, you know, getting the book in the hands of people, but also it's so much bigger than that. So we're both like two peas in a pod of our, you know, every, every day and every moment it's, it's our, it's our mission. You know, I'm going into summer with my kids. And so the intentionality of, you know, the balance and the, the family life of, you know, my kids are a little bit older. And so they, they do understand, you know, they understand that this is big, like, and this doesn't even, this doesn't only apply to, you know, like we talked about, like the success and this, like, these are decisions that they make as teenagers too. So my intentionality is, you know, the, I decide movement and just letting it trickle over into all areas of our life while I juggle summer and this and work and, and all the good stuff all wrapped up in one. Yep. Sounds about right. Well, where can listeners connect with you ladies outside of the podcast? So you can find our book at idecidebook.com. You can go there. It is on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, all the good stuff. It's coming soon um, that you can listen to it on Audible. Uh, We are on Instagram on idecidebook as well. Um, I'll let Lisa speak. Mine personal is a Lopez lifestyle on Instagram and Lisa can share hers and we, we, we love some social media. So (laughs) yeah, we'd love for you to reach out to us on social media anytime. I, um, my Instagram is successful with Lisa all spelled out. And, um, we, we connect all the time with, um, readers of our books. We'd love to hear their experiences and how they felt when they read, um, through the book. And, or if you just want to talk about your, I decide story, we would love to, we'd love to hear from you. So thank you, Jessica. You're so welcome. Thank you both for being here. I appreciate everything that you've given and all of your energy. It's been amazing. Thank Thank you. you. We loved it. You're doing great. We love your podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for tuning in and we'll catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.